Frank. Frank, come on, man. Can I Be Frank is all about capturing real, authentic, unedited conversation. mental or that during the study and there is so you have to go th you go through all that then yeah, it's not just absolutely five absolutely. years is a dedication five years is really yeah. so you've I, obviously studied beforehand yeah well it, late enough to study like i just uh, pissed my way through my first degree when i was you know i finished when i was 20 and right. it was just i had no clue and i didn't take it seriously and then i left it so um yeah, late in life, I went back to my HDIP when I was like 26 or something. And then right. at that stage, you're like... HDIP is higher diploma. Is that because yeah. you wanted to teach who you're teaching? No, yeah. no, no. That was... Um, I wanted to do something kind of psychology. So found okay. psychoanalysis, which is all about sex. So I was like, that's perfect. Yeah. So, yeah, that was kind of fun. And hence, <laughs> hence why it kind of... Evolved into that, yeah. I think yeah. it's a fucking... To sit down and go right and go and do this and it's going to take me five to seven years yeah it's a lot it's a lot but yeah. it's so much better like full-time is it used to be three years and now i think they kind of give you four but they expect you to teach as well and it's just you've no time for life as well like mm. if so if any life event happens you're kind of automatically going to be behind Whereas at least with the part-time, you can work a bit as well. And if any life events happen, you have a bit of time to recover and kind of, mm. yeah, breathe, I suppose. Mm. So, yeah, it's a different category. So you've, how long to go? A year and a half. A year and a half. Okay, yeah. well, I mean, there's no, I mean, you're there. Well, <laughs> getting there. You're, you're, right yeah, now. you're well on the way. So you've done yeah. three and a half years. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing how quick it goes. Mm. That's yeah. great, though known that it does but you I mean you're enjoying it though yeah. it's not like a, what is the title of it so it's an exploration of the experiences of women working in the american porn industry and how those experiences compare with what feminists say about the porn industry and porn experiences so you're looking at so it's kind of like you're looking at the balances or no or no kind of yeah like you're looking at um that idea of all like a lot of anti-porn feminists would say all porn actresses are abused yeah. so you're looking at how they can make those statements what evidence is there for it what are the implications of making statements like that and where that relationship between power sex and knowledge all comes into it like it's so fucking it's, topical yeah. right now yeah. is this i mean that whole area obviously <coughs> uh, the porn is one side of it but the whole area of mm. power and sex mm -hmm. and fucking I mean, it is really, it, does it come up all the time now with you, with conversations? You... Yeah, and my social media is kind of flooded with it, and it's just kind of very everywhere. Like, there's no yeah. break from it ever, I don't think, at the moment. Which is good, because it's a necessary conversation that we need to be having. You yeah. know, it's like, it's time. It feels like we're on this lovely cliff edge of, like, we're finally going to make a leap and make some change, hopefully. Yeah. So, as painful as that process is going to be for everyone kind of involved in it so yeah and what you th well, what do you think that is the um what do you think that is that change like you know when you look at it, what would you like it to be oh that like we could actually have more honest conversations about sex and desire and how humans interact when sex is on the table and mm. how we can actually work towards mutual pleasure and take out the nastiness and the rape and the sexual assault like like Oprah's speech maybe there will be a day when no one gets sexually assaulted anymore so mm -hmm. hopefully yeah we'll get to that someday but yeah to have those conversations about this like we might have thought this was normal like the kind of you know 
that trope of like you know oh if you just kind of persist a little bit like women want to be chased and it's like mm, no like if someone wants to actually have sex with you they'll let you know they'll yeah. actually it'll be enthusiastic consent rather than you know you have to win them over you have to nag them into it you have to be gone you mm. know rather than freely given so it's that kind of changing that mindset about it so and what yeah. do you think of Catherine Deneuve um, last week yeah did you read or did you read d- the article about I, what she I said I didn't read it because I was just furious and oh really out and I was just it's hard going it's a lot of it just reminds me of that stuff do you know if someone gets accused of something and their exes come out and say well he didn't rape me so he couldn't have raped her and yeah. it's like Rapists don't go around raping everyone. The same mm. way murderers don't go around murdering everyone. No, she so. she didn't actually. Uh, she didn't really say that. She, yeah. I, I suppose we go back to the idea of what you're talking about there, um, and maybe come back to that. But I mean, it, it felt to me somewhat balanced. Is there a balance? You know. So in other words, you know, when you're saying we need to be able to talk about. Yeah. There's certain things we just at the moment everybody is wary. I feel of saying I was talking to um this this guy yesterday um mm. and uh, he was saying there's certain things we just don't we're, we're almost afraid to talk about now yeah. in terms say the George Hook thing or mm. I mean first of all the people should be allowed to talk and then yeah. then be educated in the right way because the other way of yeah. one opinion being forced down I think is like yeah. it is it's it's dodgy gra- it's, it's dangerous yeah. ground for everybody I think it's difficult because we're not used to it mm. so you can kind of you might say the wrong thing inadvertently but just because we don't really have those tools in language like look at Irish society we don't talk about pleasure in any good sense of no. the word. so talking about the negative side of sex dirty is the word dir- yeah dirty or naughty which is one of my bugbears and stuff it naughty just, seems to be not so bad dirty filthy yeah, dirty article naughty all that is still that. saying that it's like sex is something bad or secret or shameful or okay. be your naughty secret and it's like no just be happy about it and stuff but so you see that empowers it though isn't it as well when something yeah. is a bit naughty it's and it's almost a little bit more powerful then it's kind of yeah. a bit more exciting people like that sort thing that's no? yeah that's true as well but i just oh why can't we just be happy about pleasure we have a long yeah. way to go for the whole catholic guilt thing to go away and stuff as well but like i think yeah we don't really have the tools and especially men don't as well mm. because of like toxic masculinity and the way our culture is set up and stuff that like men don't talk as much and they're not in tune with their emotions and women have talked about this for a long time yeah and it's just like we need to bring everyone to the table now and kind of empower everyone to have honest conversations and yeah. take a bit of work you know to kind of go with that yeah because i find i find it's kind of uh, i definitely don't have the tools to talk about it but because mm. I, 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 in my mind it's obvious the monster power trip mm. right that we'd say that is kind of yeah. the is it the exception to me, I would have thought it's the exception. You just don't know anybody like that. I, it's you were sitting downstairs and you go to a nightclub. Yeah. You're not comfortable. You know, and it, like every time I've gone to a nightclub, it's like guys do that thing where they'll grope your ass and then pretend it wasn't them and stuff. And it's like, what does that actually achieve? Yeah. Apart from making that woman feel uncomfortable and as well as sexually assaulting her as yeah. well. So it's just those kind of things of reminders that you're not, your body is, you know, like people feel entitled to touch your body without your consent yeah those kind of little things and they're like little kind of microaggressions as you kind of say it's not as upfront say as like you know obvious groping and stuff it's just kind of it comes in various forms and stuff and people think like the harvey weinsteins of the world are like the problem but it's it, this happens in everyday life and yeah it's that kind of issue of nagging people into sex and stuff and you know kind of putting pressure on people and then talking about them well you should have done this and you should have done this and it's all those kind of little things and they all add up and that's where we need to kind of attack those kind of attitudes and stuff as well so yeah it's complicated and painful work but yeah but it's still it's still very it's very very interesting in the in that sense though you see i suppose i'm a fucking maybe i'm just a bit fucking naive and maybe the people that i know yeah. Say so lads are lads, and we'll talk the way we mm-hmm. talk. If uh, on a way and a stag do, or we're uh, out in a club, yeah. we'll talk the way we talk, and it's not yeah. like it's it's not popular. Um, 
Mm. You don't want that to be overhearing it, but yeah. we'll all laugh and it's fun. And I, I mean, I can't yeah. deny that that's not the way I would talk. But mm. in saying that, no, in terms of breaking the line of uh, yeah. touching somebody where you shouldn't go to touch mm. them, there, I suppose it's the balance of the whole thing. I tried to yeah. get my head around. I mean, that, that to me, then you're invading somebody's space. Yeah. And that's just you're fucking, you're wrong. Yeah. And you know you're wrong. Absolutely. You have to know there's something part of you going, you're doing something you, sp- you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. But basic common decency of like, don't touch other people mm. without their consent. Like that should be a, a basic standard of respect in our society. Yeah. It's still not there, but yeah, it's going to get in there. But it's those kind of things like, that's what we need men to stand up and go, I don't like the way you're talking about people like that. Whether it's women or other people or... You know, if you're in, like the whole locker room talk thing that yeah. Trump kind of came out with and stuff, like it's not okay, and it's like that's where like women are tired of doing all this work, and we need men to kind of stand up and go, but, uh, that's not okay. So, but in that frame of mind, is it not just saying that? Do you think one breeds the other? Because like I think, yeah. well, uh, first of all, everybody should be allowed to talk the way they're talking as long as they're not harming anybody. That's yeah. in my in my little fair barometer of the world. Yeah. And so whatever way you talk. Mm-hmm. It, that doesn't inflict pain and if you know the difference between yeah. having a messing lads messing because yeah. then I don't I don't know either now and this is just the idea then that somebody would say to me well no you can't talk like that because it's not respectful I go well I'm not really mm-hmm. being disrespectful to anybody I'm just talking about yeah. something but then it's kind of think, taking that moment and going am I? like and actually questioning and going is, is that actually disrespectful? because we do like we've used you know society's gone through phases where certain words were okay and we didn't see anything wrong with it and stuff and you know it's only when it kind of gets pointed out and we think about it and go actually no that's not okay to do that and, and to refer to people like that so it is that self-reflecting and that's what people are finding difficult to do because mm-hmm. then it means am i part of the problem and that's hard for a lot of people to accept that you know or it's yeah. like have i pressure pressurized someone into sex before and what does that make me and a lot of people can't handle that conversation with themselves because you know do you want to brand yourself as a rapist that's hardly what most people are going to accept about themselves but it's it's this looks like it's okay it's it's a huge jump from sick conversation or messing yeah, or joking absolutely. to so what you described there yeah. uh, and it's kind of like uh, are the, I, I don't think they're the same they're not the same way it kind of you look at it like jigsaw pieces you mm. know it's all laying the ground like what normalizes something else you know it like do rape jokes normalize the incidents of rape afterwards like it's kind of like a pyramid so if you look at like the bottom it's like what what normal conversation is there and then it comes into actual actions at the top yeah well no yeah. rape jokes are a totally yeah. different thing exactly. but what I, I suppose i'm trying to in my yeah. simple little brain what i'm kind of here's what, I, mm. what i'm curious to know what you think if i can articulate this i'm kind of first of all i don't think actually i think um women don't necessarily need men mm-hmm. to stand up for them they actually just need men to get out of the way and stop being dicks to them in the situations that they are yeah. And I think, whereas if that's another thing, oh, women are helping, or men are helping women, then it's more of, oh, the lads trying to, oh, somebody yeah. almost controlling the woman. Whereas, you know, just fucking live and let live. And so I suppose yeah. what I'm trying to figure out is, I, I live simply, and mm. that's, but I, I have a simple way of looking at things, right? Yeah. And in that, I kind of go, um, well, there's a balance, obviously. So mm-hmm. if 80% of people... Uh, are okay yeah. and there's the 20% but you were kind of giving me an impression that it's almost higher than that mm-hmm. that it's that the default for men is bad yeah. almost that is that no and that's yeah. so, that, so I, I'm looking for is just the balance yeah, what? if you talk like there's no woman that I don't know that hasn't been sexually assaulted yeah in various degrees whatever mm. whatever that constitutes for them or you know we see with the Me Too movement like the level of women that like have kind of stood up and went yeah this has happened to me too whether mm. they mean sexual harassment at work or sexual assault or the massive spectrum kind of in between and stuff and it's like it's obviously like touched a nerve when the, and there's been such a huge response to it like worldwide yeah. that stood up so yeah we're not saying it's like it's every man but men still have a responsibility if they see something like that to be like yeah that's well i okay. think 
know. I think any any dude that I knew knows. Well, yeah. I'm only talking from my small yeah. circle and from me. You see somebody acting aggressively towards a girl or or using yeah. or you know or groping or fucking doing nothing like that. I mean, yeah, that's when you're that's like, a wallop you're there. Being an like, you're being an asshole there. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Rather than condoning that and going, oh, go on, go on, you know, a bit more. But then you're part of it then. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. But I think, yeah. So what's your sense of then? Like, is it is it more that our? So there's the equal. There's I say at the primary top end of assholes, right? So there is low. There is those power assholes who just don't care and are going to do it and whatever. Do it no matter what. And there is assholes on the female side. Absolutely. um, and it's yeah. a different sort of energy. It's different. It works in a different way, but it yeah. is assholic. Yeah. And so then, you know, say there's the rest of us just trying to fucking yeah. hang around, get by, trying to figure out, not be awkward, to, yeah. not be, yeah. not offend, but not, not be meek. Yeah. And in that frame, the, mm-hmm. uh, but obviously for the me too thing, if I'm, yeah. uh, that the majority of women just feel well fuck this like yeah. I actually feel the same way I, I just don't want this groping thing anymore yeah. and I, I'm entitled to say it is, it is is that what it is? it's kind of a feeling of we've just had enough mm. just had enough and it's just it's so systematic though as well it's you know like the case in Ireland like I think something like 1% of rape cases get a guilty verdict and all those kind of things and 1% something extremely low like that now it might not be right in the 1% but something between one and five or something like that it's really low so it's that kind of systematic approach of you know if you're going to the guards it's like still those questions of what were you wearing and all those kind of things and mm. so it's that systematic thing where it's like this starts with like the people we're dating it starts with the systems we go through it's like how women move through the world how we're represented in media how you know our experiences when we try and change the world are you kind of shot down or you like those women that stood up to Harvey Weinstein were blacklisted and you know their whole careers are ruined and there's so many female talents there that we didn't get to hear from because they stood up for it so it's all those kind of things and just every woman I know has stories Hmm. like absolutely every woman and some men as well obviously as well you know and it's not just you know, towards women and stuff, that's what we have to be really inclusive and have those awkward conversations that include everyone and all experiences. But overwhelmingly, it does seem to be male perpetrators onto female victims. Yeah, so, when it comes to sex, yeah. it seems to be that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And like, that's again, it's always like, what about the women? Of course, women do that as well. It just doesn't seem to be to that same level. You know. Yeah, I was more when I was talking about asshole like women. I was talking; it's a different sort of a thing. It's not necessarily sexual. Yeah. It's it's just a different sort of a thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a different um, yeah. attitude. But um, the what was I going to say? You say I suppose again. Like come back to the say kind of simple yeah. way. Where does it go? Do you have an idea in your mind? Like say mm. we still want to be able to play. Like if you. Yeah. If I'm a single man and going out in the world, yeah. you still want to kind of go out to a club and have the um, flirt, the flirt and the playfulness, yeah. which is yeah. which is part of yeah. which is part brilliant. of who we are. Yeah, That's yeah, exactly. and it's part of who women are as well. Yeah, like, it is absolutely you know, that. Like that 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 expression or that that idea that women don't want sex and stuff. It's like yeah. we do. We'll, yeah, we'll ride you sideways <laughs> just once it's consensual and yeah. just, you know, so that's the thing. So it's like, yeah, absolutely, flirt, absolutely, as long as they want it. Yeah. And if they don't want it, it's like learning to read those signs. Are they backing away from you? Are they not taking the drink? Don't buy women drinks. We don't know what's in it. We're, we have those yeah. horror stories. Don't do that. Yeah. So it's a case of just, yeah, absolutely, flirt. Just make sure the person you're flirting with wants it. Like, are they mm. saying, no, get away from me? Have you stuck your hand up their skirt as an introduction don't do that either like yeah. all those kind of things of basic decency and it's just it just seems to be basic you know of just go and make sure the person I like it. I was talking to Emma Dorn yeah. and Emma Dorn was kind of uh, Emma was saying I was saying about you know teaching my daughter well you know she needs to watch out for fucking men and mm. all this and she said uh, no yeah. no 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 you need to teach your sons not to be fucking assholes yeah. not that yeah. 
Like, and don't be telling them that all men are evil and assholes. Yeah. That's not the, just teach your, your sons to yeah, be fucking not smarter. To be part of it. Yeah. Like so you teach women all the time, don't get raped. Don't walk down the street, you know, on your own at night. Don't do this. And it's like teach our children or male children not to rape others. Mm. Like, I mean, and then you don't have to like make women live in that kind of state of fear, you know, and that kind of constant was I forget who said it was the worst thing that will happen to a man on a date is that he'll get laughed at the worst thing that will happen to a woman on a date is she'll be raped and murdered so that's what we kind of live with you know it's like yeah. if we get into a car with someone are we going to get back out of the car is that, that threat kind of there thing? is it it's for a lot like yeah. yeah in my dating days and stuff I wouldn't have taken a lift off anyone or anything like that and there is that thing of like I'll be polite to get out of this situation because I don't know how they're going to take a no so you know you kind of go along and that's where things kind of get hard to to kind of view as well because if you have someone that's laughing along to get out of it that's it it's, it's a complicated kind of situation mm-hmm. but yeah it is yeah and I know many women with stories like that and stuff but again just like <laughs> just make sure the person is consensual and it's that thing of enthusiastic consent you know of just make sure like if a woman wants to have sex she'll let you know she you know she'll be an active willing enthusiastic partner well anyone will it doesn't matter of gender yeah but if they're lying there and not enthusiastic about it or not responding well or just kind of you know, you have to read body language and stuff. And well, what, is that not a total kids? lack of fucking empathy and lying to yourself? Like, I mean, you know yeah. whether somebody's into you or not. I mean, you can get that sense. The energy yeah. is there. Now, yeah. maybe how, you're, you're totally deleting reality if you're fucking... You, like, you're yeah. not getting reality and you have no problem yeah. in hurting somebody. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, Jordan, yeah. there's a guy called Jordan Peterson. He's... Yeah. Um, I kind of refer to him a bit now lately, but uh, he, he's very, he's sort of conservative. Okay. I don't necessarily agree. Some of his, yeah. some of his things are kind of really simple. His philosophies to life are like, um, clean your fucking house before you go out and try and do anything else in the world or, you know, take yeah. personal responsibility for yourself, for your work. Yeah. And it's, it's conservative, but mm. he was commenting on all the problems that are happening now and, and he said something yeah. like um well i mean maybe it's a case of going back to old values and that sex is only allowed within marriage oh. what do you think like, of that that's a, i know an extreme no us, yeah point of view but like that yeah no it's an, why it's, do you need married to know you can whore around all you want like have sex with a thousand people if you want to yeah just make sure it's consensual. consensual. Yeah, it's not that difficult. So that's a real moralistic. Oh, I mean, I didn't. I'm only putting it out there as a. It's it's good to hear these. Yeah. I mean, it's somebody trying to come up with a solution, but I think it's reference it's, to the past to try yeah. and find a solution, which isn't and a way to get a solution. And it's kind of looking into like what's good sex and bad sex and shame and stuff, you know. And it's like, and it kind of implies there's no rape or sexual assault within marriage either. And of course there is, you mm. know, and and just. Yeah, no, it's just yeah. that control of like this one person who you're legally tied to will never hurt you, and it's like that's nonsense as we know. So, mm. yeah, no, horror around, just be consensual. <laughs> yeah, it's such a fucking it, like it's a minefield. It seems to be coming up yeah. everywhere. What do you think of everybody wearing black? Did you like that whole thing of them all wearing black? Uh, I did and I didn't. Like, I first of all, it's like it was a great start to something, you know, mm. and it was like again it was women who drove it and women who kind of came up with it and they came up with the times up yeah. as well but i felt everyone who was it the what were they the emmys the global the globes yeah. like the, the people who were speaking at it were women and it's like we're tired of it we we you know we've spoken yeah. enough we need the men to speak up and also say we're not going to do this anymore like you'd people like justin timberlake and he was like oh we're wearing times up and we're wearing black and it's like but you just finished a movie with woody allen who is charged with raping his she's stepdaughter or daughter, mm. um, Dylan. And it's like, you can't, you know, so the, the words are nothing if the actions aren't behind it and stuff. Like, how is Woody Allen still making movies and stuff? But also at the Golden Globes, they honoured, it was Kirk Doug- Douglas, who has a massive history of sexual assault and rape, some of which he's admitted mm. and all the rest. And then think Gary Ullman won something and he's accused of punching his wife in the face while she was ringing the cops to try and 
get them to rescue her while his children witness this mm. and so it's kind of gone the women are standing up you know for this and but we're still honoring abuse of violent men so there's that real disconnect there and stuff so it needs needs to not just be women's efforts because we've done this women have set up domestic violence shelters for like you know how many years now decades now and there's still domestic violence so it needs to be men having that conversation with other men of going stop doing this like and yeah. actually like casting out people for you know being assholes you know, I'm not encouraging them. I, I, I don't like this whole fucking thing that, oh, well, sure it's over in the night and we'll all wear black. First of all, I don't like the fact that you had to, yeah. uh, there was this almost, oh, well, we have to wear black now. And if you don't yeah. wear the black, then that seems like you're not agreeing you're with kinda, it. So you're yeah. you're trying to force this uniformity of view and perspective, mm. whereas it is a fucking complex thing at its core. Yeah. All that's required is a bit of respect. That's the simplistic yeah, answer. Absolutely. And it, you see, this idea of men, like I see mm. some men talking out about it and I kind of go, hmm. You just fucking sort yourself out, mate. You don't need to go and... Pre- yeah. I, I actually think you were saying that you need men... I think yeah. you just need men to take personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. And then you don't need them to speak out for women. Because then it's... No, then I'm not it's, speaking out for yeah. women. Okay. Just speaking out about men's actions themselves. Don't, yeah. don't be the white knight saving women. Don't need to be saved. You know, yeah, not okay. That's okay. victims. Like, yeah. But just... Call, call your bros in, as the young hip millennial would say, and just like have those conversations. Like you don't yeah. have to be preaching, but you just need to. If you see someone being an asshole, go. It's like stop Bra- it. Like Brad asshole. Pitt, uh, I fucking hate talking about celebrities like they're somebody, but it's only because the stories, and I don't have as many yeah. stories of people that I know. But say yeah. Brad Pitt would have been aware that Angelina was harassed. Now. Yeah. If that was me and somebody harassed and my wife, yeah. I'd be real old school. I'd fucking call that yeah. person out yeah. and I'd go absolutely insane. Yeah. Now, he didn't, from what I get the impression of. Why? Because he is protecting, yeah. you know, celebrity, protecting. That's the fucking problem. It's you see, kinda... If you have a respect for power. Yeah. Oh, um, I have to flick it every 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, if, you've, if you respect power yeah. too much, that's the problem. We well, made a choice, didn't he, in that situation to respect Weinstein and what yeah. Weinstein could do for his career yeah. rather than his actual wife. Yeah. And Is that the case? That seems that's what to it be the comes case. Down to, isn't it? It's because if my most of did something like that, I'd be like, Why am I with you? You yeah. blatantly don't respect me enough and you're on some level you're kinda of saying it's okay what that person has done to you. Yeah. That's on some level that's what the message really is well that's weak you know? fucking men as well though I mean yeah. so it's but it's equally both like mm. well is it both you know I kind of wonder why exactly then is it more important to get this big fancy career because you mm. want you, you lack something so badly that you need this celebrity status yeah. and that you're willing to sacrifice like your morals. own confidence yeah. and your own yeah mm. is which, which is more important to money and your own personal stuff or silencing other people you know it's like that yeah. kind of balance and maybe we're at a point in in the world where we might start showing that basic respect yeah hopefully you know, I, and um say for example um uh, you see how i can frame this question i'm just <laughs> curious to know um say i'm george hook yeah, okay <laughs> okay yeah. um and i have just said to you um yeah. What about personal responsibility? Mm. Now you can let loose at your joke right now. What, will, what, I'll what, try what and do you keep s- calm. Um, I, but it, with the view of no, no, no. I won't say that it's, that it's in in the purpose of having yeah. a conversation. about he has just said to you, mm. "Come on, Caroline. What about personal responsibility here? What about men not raping? <laughs> you know, and that's it's all that focus as well on like you know it's the same question as what domestic violence victims get asked why didn't she leave Mm. it's like the question needs to be why are they abusing people that's where the question kind of needs to be and stuff and it's also how traumatizing was that for so many people who've been through that experience and kind of have been through that with their family and their friends and in their own mind and stuff of why didn't i leave why didn't i do this why didn't i do that and Mm. stuff and it's like that's not the issue the issue is why was that other person doing that to you in the first place 
So that's where you need to kind of refocus that question back on that. Yeah. And so for him saying stuff like that, it kind of normalizes it a bit again. Of like. But that's a great. That's know, a, what you, your first reply yeah. is the fucking reply. Well, why do men keep raping? Yeah. That's it. That's it. And but then you can say, okay, well let's have the fucking let's have this awkward chat now. And he he might be able to go. Not saying he would, mm. but he might be able to go. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have a good point there. I don't really know. I've answered that. Yeah. And that was, I was, you know, a stupid you question. Get, that's the thing, and it just like it took for Dill to turn to stand up against, and she's now lost her radio show because she protested, you know, these comments being acceptable on the air and stuff. And now he's mm. back on the air, and she's lost her radio show. So it's like, again, that kind of power imbalance. And what does that really say? And what message does that send out, mm. you know, to a society? That if you stand up against this, you're punished, essentially, for that. And it's just, the question is, why but, are we saying these but is But you see, say, yeah. this is the conversation I had with Declan yesterday was that if you if you can't bring it into the fucking, well, that been if you can't bring yeah. it into the light these sorts of conversations then you can't ever yeah. change his opinion yeah. so you can't ever if you if See, he can't ask you that yeah. then you can't ever say to him well why do men rape George yeah and so you know in that scenario then who's it's we're both fucked because we're both afraid now say for example yeah. it's pretty apparent he's a bit ignorant he needs education now as somebody else said to me he's a broadcaster he should know better mm. but if the if the core problem is what you're talking about it's everywhere yeah and if you've you, the core problem then is ignorant men so then when you have an ignorant man asking an ignorant question he sh- he, he should yeah. ask it with with the openness that that can then be mm-hmm. conversed and then but maybe at the end of it he never asked yeah. that question again yeah I mean, if you had if you had an hour-long radio special of going, why do we ask these questions? Yeah. And have it from an educational point of view and have people on who can actually articulate those kind of answers and yeah. look at like the impact of it and talk about why. Because it, on the surface, it seems like an okay question to mm-hmm. ask because you kind of would, you know, we don't, again, we haven't had these conversations a lot in Irish society and yeah. stuff. But then if you look at it, it does look into like victim blaming and a lot of people are like what's victim blaming so it, mm. we're new to these kind of conversations like yeah we are yeah you know so there is space for people to work through those kind of questions and i think a lot of people once you do do explain that to them they would be like okay yeah i i get it now yeah. and i get why that's not an okay thing to ask and i get why the conversation needs to be changed and stuff but it's just it's kind of how it's done it is you know? how it's done but it yeah. For, I suppose for me, it's a, maybe I'm more passionate about the idea of free fucking speech, whatever it may be, yeah. with the view, not I'm right, yeah. or you're wrong, or you're right and I'm wrong, yeah. but okay, it, free, the, the but conversation the can be had with, with, yeah. with, in, in that fucking communication, then maybe yeah. resolution can happen, maybe yeah. some sort of a... Free speech, but one that free speech that doesn't harm someone, and he did yeah. cause harm with his comments because that impacted a lot of people who've been through that and who had been asked that by people in their lives, and it might have re-traumatized a lot of people and gone through it. So George Hook is kind of one part of the problem, but if we need well, to he's kind of the filter old school it back down, it, yeah. he is. He's like the definition of a dinosaur yeah. for many, many reasons. But if you filter it back down and we bring it down to like kids in school learning about basic consent mm. and learning like what you can do to other people and what you can't do to other people so just like educating people like George Hook is a whole different ball game to educating our new generation coming up and yeah. how we're raising people in this new world that we're all trying to navigate and everything else and stuff and just bringing that conversation in a healthy respectful way so that you know in 20 years we won't be asking like why did she stay yeah. we will be asking why are you choosing to continue to abuse a woman yeah and that will be the question and it won't even enter anyone's head to ask why does she stay because mm. we'll have that understanding about it so it does come down to education and education at like a young level for mm. a, you know in age appropriate terms and stuff but yeah just like making those resources available and stuff and just with the saying that yeah. then so I, I have my 11 year old and 10 year old they're, they're rapidly coming towards the 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 internet yeah. porn social media and all the rest that it's yeah. coming yeah and um i kind of want to know i'm racking i i've kind of i have these I, i'm actually going to put together a presentation for right. life yeah and so that at least i feel well i have no responsibility but I, I, um yeah. that's bullshit but uh 
But what mm. I kind of want to know, what, what would you say then to an 11 year old, 10 year old, then mm. they're uh, 12, 13, yeah. 14, the world is open to them. Like apparently, yeah. Um, yeah. I was hearing that, uh, you know, people now are, obs- women are obsessed about giving fucking spectacular blowjobs because they see mm. it there and lads are obsessed with having a big enough um, uh, penis, I'm able to yeah. say it. Um, <laughs> the, uh, and th- there's, they're obsessed with it because what they're seeing from a really young age is this phenomenal performance yeah. uh, and screeching of epic proportion. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. Yeah. So um, so this but is, what, what do you do? Where do you even begin with it's this? It's having conversations to go and look, it's not real. It's like yeah. the way, you know, we don't expect everyone to be an Olympic athlete if you start running, you know, and all that. So it's, or amazing Hollywood, whatever and stuff. So it's having those conversations going, this isn't real. Those penis sizes in porn are not normal. You know, there's a massive spectrum and all the rest. And, you know, that's acting and it's consensual and blah, 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 blah. And actually talking about the place porn has in society and Mm. maybe pointing them to better porn for what yeah. a better word and okay. stuff so just and again having conversations about consent and just see that's like porn does play a bit of part of the problem of that trope of you, you know you meet a woman in the street and you might grab her a bit and she'll resist and then eventually she'll give in to sex but that mm. that's in mainstream hollywood as well you know the old cowboy films where they'll rescue the woman and you grab her and she doesn't want to kiss you and then she does and so that's been a part of our society for like yeah. a long time <laughs> yeah he's so, won her over yeah that's it so it's like you know like i'd love to see more porn where they were like yeah i do want that sex to let's go rather than have to be coerced into it and stuff so having those conversations about look this is healthy and this is unhealthy and here's how you know like to have those conversations like there are resources out there there's great books about teaching kids about boundaries and bodily boundaries and conversational boundaries and just respect like Mm. it comes down to basic respect and also to like explore how to communicate as well so that's a big one that especially in ireland we're completely missing and Mm. how we communicate during sex and how we communicate what we want like do we even know what we want ourselves like Mm. because we don't have those tools to kind of explore that and you know coming from a society which shames you for having any sexual thoughts whatsoever mm. thanks catholic church yeah <laughs> you know we have a long way thanks to for go making it dirty well. yeah. yeah and just you know like we're not that far past magdalene laundries and stuff so mm. you know but we are getting there and there's so many good resources and there's a lot of healthy um social media pages like a lot of my instagram now is like following like feminist accounts and they're talking about sex and how like you know you can navigate that and it's amazing to see that like i yeah. had none of that grown up and yeah stuff, so and they're run by like 20 year olds and it's like wow you're giving me hope for the future this is amazing. well there is it does everything so, changes cycles change you would yeah, have thought absolutely it's yeah. just a matter of finding it it's there it's just finding those healthy resources because like you as a parent i'm sure had a completely different sex education oh back man in your day. Dirt, everything was so, dirty yeah. and everything was fucking absolutely and yeah. the sex education they're getting nowadays it's still not going to be adequate enough because the schools are controlled by the catholic mm. church so you are still looking at outside resources and stuff but there's good stuff out there and just it's an awkward conversation to have like especially if you're not used to it and you're all of a sudden having to talk to your children about masturbation and consent and yeah like porn literacy skills so it's like teaching them that what you're seeing isn't actually real and it's just hyper inflated fantasy kind of world that like some people have that fantasy and many others don't and all those kind of things yeah yeah well it's it's really interesting though i mean uh, because it is we're relative babies in terms of the internet and technology and how we interact with it we're still it's infancy stage and it's become like i was i've been thinking about this hugely lately this idea that this um so say social media and porn mm. are almost similar in the sense that they are once removed from yeah. the real Absolutely. interactions. So, I mean, you can't yeah. beat... When you spend time with somebody, one way or another, your energy is kind of affected socially, and but yeah. in, a, in hopefully in a yeah. good way. Mm-hmm. But say like with sex as well, it's so mm-hmm. fundamentally different than mm-hmm. the... The porn troll, we'll yeah, say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and absolutely. It, it's... 
Yeah, it's an interesting thing to see where I can we fucking talk to about it. But even like social media, you know, all the Fitzbo stuff and the bloggers and they all live these amazing yeah. airbrushed lives and stuff. So it's still having those kind of conversations of that's, that's not, not real. real yes, yeah, same. So it is the same idea. It's, the same it's not stuff, real. And we need to have that with Hollywood stuff. That's not real it's not either. Real, yeah. And like boy doesn't meet girl and they fall in love and have flawless sex and all the rest and not a hair out of place and no wet patches in the bed and all the rest and yeah but actually you kind of you said it there really clearly though in my mind it is it is that i think social it is possible that social media could become this yeah. oh, it's not real it's not i mean maybe if you've mm-hmm. nothing else going on in your life you can go and look at yeah. that and if you've, you have no chance of getting a bit of sex then um and i mean obviously it can be a compliment to both <laughs> Um, mm. but then you've got porn and yeah. um, yeah, it's interesting that now. It's just kind of navigating that world. That's the world we live in nowadays, where we are everything's one click away. Yeah. Whether it's Fitzbo skinny stuff or porn or idealized relationships in Hollywood or you know all that kind of stuff, but it's also so positive as well. Like social mm-hmm. media, you know, it's great for you know queer people that didn't have those resources before and mm. that can find that community and just you know like 20 year olds running amazingly successful feminist blogs and it's just yeah. it's amazing and like i i don't like that thing of like oh it's all negative it's all no negative. i totally it's agree so with you positive for so many things and yeah it, well it absolutely yeah. is it's just the overuse it is like anything the over absolutely. use and abuse of it yeah is absolutely. is the problem like what is it we spend eight hours a day on on our phones or something like that and we're all getting a creak in our neck because we're all you know looking down and stuff and, mm. but i mean that's, that's but i think we are kind of coming out of it as well i mean it is yeah. phenomenal bit of technology and i think we have been mesmerized Absolutely. by it for the last few years some of us have yeah um, i'm probably one of those <laughs> assholes um but so then now that you've, you're three and a half years into your phd yeah. the, the the world you're nearly finished the <laughs> world of porn mm-hmm. you know in that where does that fit in yeah. the world where it's fucking Mm. You, uh, you know, you know what I mean. This question is in itself; it doesn't need explanation. Where does it fit? How do you feel about all that then? Oh, it's a, definitely been a journey. It's yeah. absolutely been the biggest learning curve for so many reasons, not just the world of porn and stuff. But it's it's fascinating how, yeah, it's an amazing porn is this amazing tool that you can learn so much about human society about and not just porn itself but how people talk about porn mm. and that's why i'm interested in of just you know those people who are saying all oh, porn is xyz whatever it is if it's good bad and different whatever and i kind of think why you know why are you saying that and what level of control are you having around the conversation and whose truth is true you know mm. and who's believed about the experiences of porn and you know are all 10 year olds watching porn and what do we do about it and all those kind of questions it's you go into these little rabbit holes of postmodern thought of going there's no truth there's no truth to any of this because there's so many different experiences and then you call yeah. your supervisor up and go help <laughs> i'm stuck in a rabbit hole of like where am i going but it's an amazing thing to look at because porn is unapologetic it's graphic it's in your face there's yeah. body fluids you know it doesn't hide away and it forces you to have conversations about sex and porn and mm. representation and feminism and history and society and media and all these kind of things. So it's an amazing tool for just exploring so many as- aspects of human experience and just how uncomfortable people are around sex or overly comfortable or traumatized by it or want to control it. And that's like what interests me as well, of like that control around sex and its representation as well. And yeah, it's fascinating, exhausting and, and fascinating. You, and will you, uh, you now, you, I mean, um, you were saying downstairs about the porn awards, which I'd love to yeah. talk about a little bit, but they, uh, mm. do you think porn now, you know, some, I'm sure, because obviously you're looking at the feminist view that, about it, uh, objectifying mm. women, I'm sure. So then how, how does mm. that work? Would you, do you think it's, and the simple question, do you think porn is good? There's no such thing as a simple question. Yeah, okay. Well, there's no porn. such thing as a simple answer. <laughs> exactly. More so, it's, yeah. You know, you have to look at what kind of porn are you talking about. Right. Um, you have to look at how people are using it, who's using it, you know, how is it being consumed, 
what meaning are people giving to it mm. and how it's interpreted and it's all this kind of thing so we need to move away from those simplistic approaches because yeah. that's what we've had it's like porn is bad porn causes this porn does this and mm. it's like that doesn't help our conversation because human life isn't so simple and stuff yeah and people approach any form of media with all their own issues and stuff so it's kind of looking at it's like that's the thing it's so big an industry as well and there's so many types and you know japanese porn so different and the culture mm-hmm. around it is so different and you know and then sex work and takes so many different forms as well but it gets all convoluted like porn is considered the same as prostitution and it's completely different and you know someone who's a sex worker in la is going to have a completely different experience to someone who's a sex worker in india and in the slums so it's like looking at all those nuances and like not applying the same standards of experience yeah it's not just and is it do you find it can it be too much studying all this and the, um, yeah, the, the dark side of it? Absolutely, yeah. It gets, I have to take some time off social media and stuff sometimes yeah. because if you're looking at, like I had one time where I was looking at the question of does porn cause rape and my whole feed was full of, you know, celebrity rape stuff at the time and then my work at the time is dealing with a lot of rape cases and it was just so much. It was just, yeah. it's so negative and supportive and that's why, yeah, like I am big... Com- Argue or arguer for arguer for my brain's not working anymore. Mm, um, advocate. Advocate. Yeah. There we go. Got there in the end. Um, for people studying this kind of stuff to have extra counselling and support and stuff because mm. it's difficult when you're on your own doing this kind of stuff. Like I'm not in a team of people. Yeah. I'm known as the sex person in my little <laughs> research <laughs> hub because they're all doing you know normal stuff in a lab and stuff. So it's yeah, it can be difficult. Like because yeah. you are dealing with massive like reflections on society and who you are as a woman and who, what are your feminist views and you have people attacking you for your views and it's it's really a heated discussion and mm. you know people who say well porn doesn't have to be all bad it's like you're part of the pimp lobby and you hate women and you're a bad influence on women and all this kind of thing and you're just like well, that's really interesting as well of you know that control of, of who who gets what's what can people say about porn that's mm what's interesting as well and can you say porn has good aspects and who's going to listen to that and who's going to accept that statement so yeah it's big kind of high level concepts and sometimes you just need to switch your brain off and look at fluffy kitten videos yeah i can imagine because you can um you almost get lost in you could get lost Mm. in it and then start to go oh it's so fucking fucked up and even even for you to kind of go well Mm -hmm. trying to stay balanced in in that world where yeah. you would get that view of well, fuck you I mean it's just wrong you're just wrong and blah yeah. blah blah yeah absolutely and it's like you find communities so that's what's really good I've gotten to travel a lot like I've gotten to go to a conference in LA a few times and mm-hmm. there's people there who are sex workers of all different persuasions and there are people who have like set up centers for like positive sexuality studies and all mm-hmm. these amazing people have done amazing things like somebody setting up a sex shop in the middle of utah and you're like how's that working how for you tell me how the mormons and all that kind of approach that so wow. it's just finding community and there's amazing community out there and people doing all sorts of weird and wonderful things and the mormons you know? just go on and elaborate <laughs> there a little bit yeah she was she was setting up a sex shop in the middle of like salt lake city or something and yeah. i was like how's that working out because i think they have a thing where if you masturbate it's a sin and all that kind of thing um so it's like how how's that working are you selling any sex toys and stuff and she wasn't but she wasn't uh, she wasn't no it's just lingerie and stuff like that okay. so but you never know <laughs> she might, she might kind of get there yeah. but i admire those kind of people who are taking those stands and they believe in it so much you know mm. that they're like my little world wherever it is needs this and they go off and do this amazing thing so yeah it's an amazing world so not just all the negative horrible overarching stuff yeah like i wonder does it all come from this idea of fucking control like at the very 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 top end how does Mm. say it's it's free and it's we're all out in the fields and it's just fucking free right Right. and then the opposite of that is Mm. it's free and everybody's consenting and it's whatever uh and then Mm -hmm. the opposite of that is trying to 
mm-hmm. control in every single way that you can masturbate or you can't fucking do yeah. this or you can't do that and you can't say this and you can't and all of that control yes absolutely. contorts it is that yeah, it absolutely but that's like sexuality was so different like okay so to get a little bit academic so there's a place called the secret museum in okay. naples so that right. was victorian explorers went into pompeii now so the victorians as the stereotype goes were very sexually repressed and you know you couldn't even see a hint of an ankle and they'd mm. be freaked out about it so that's a stereotype even though that's not particularly true but we'll get onto that in another conversation yeah. so they went to pompeii and they were like oh we're digging all this amazing stuff and then they came across pompeii was just full of like penises everywhere brothels everywhere like all these frescoes that were just graphic and you know just sex everywhere and they were so freaked out by this they were like maybe it's just you know maybe it's a once off and the more they kept digging the more they were like okay we can't actually ignore this anymore so they locked it all up away from public view hence like the secret museum so no women were allowed to see it in case they were like you know overcome with emotion and would faint and stuff and poor men weren't allowed to see it because they were too brute and they wouldn't be able to control their response and would see and go out and rape everyone right? and you're like okay <laughs> sorry you should be laughing at that know, God, if we take that two seconds of our yeah, chat it's kind of exactly. um, it would look good in the middle of it <laughs> and yeah. then, so the only people allowed to see it and obviously children weren't allowed to see it so the only people allowed to see it were like rich men like rich mm. upper class men and stuff so you have that level of control and they were viewed good enough to control themselves and stuff. So you had that and then all the dialogue about it. And then, of course, the Catholic Church came into play and the Catholic Church were like, you can only have sex in marriage if it's for reproduction and burn in hell if you have any pleasure from the whole thing. So like the, the kind of first porn book came out around the 16th kind of century, like Arantino's 16 Pleasures. And it was like a book of sonnets with like engravings of people having sex. And of course, that was like when the first book's banned by the Pope. Um, but then, of course, that immediately made it super popular. So that was the first kind of control, I suppose, kind of coming in. And then Victorian times, everyone was like, if you do this, you're a pervert. If you do this, you're a pervert. If you do this, you're a pervert. And that's when the control kind of got Even more cemented. Did it, com- you know? com- did it come out as well, though, this idea, or did I read this, that um, uh, if a priest was to have gotten married mm-hmm. and have kids, then money could leave the church let's see that as well yeah is that, is that... so it was time like you have the industrial revolution as well so mm. you have that control of land and stuff as well so if you can put people into marriage it means that there's no strange babies that can, can turn up and claim all your land and stuff so that yeah. very controlling kind of thing so it was double-ended it was kind of moralistic and like capitalistic i suppose yeah well. money yeah so, mm. which controls a lot of things nowadays even still around sex and stuff yeah. so those kind of two things kind of running in tandem created this world where you know you can't do this and you can't do that and you can't do that and it's just we're still shaking that off <laughs> yeah well, we're definitely right in Ireland still uh, I think yeah. my generation maybe is the last but it'll fucking you see, it'll Still come back. Like, but in and they, well, they're on the way back. Like, yeah, they're making like, a good comeback in terms of the church. Yeah. My kids came back last mm. February with a big fucking bit of ash on their forehead. And I said to them, did you, the priest ask him, was it okay to ram that his finger on your forehead? Yeah. And they went, well, they they didn't even the consideration that they should ask. Yeah. I think they would learn about touching children unconsensually by now. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, you but would think. In, in 1999, there was a TD who reported the sex ed materials in school as pornographic to the guards. And you know yourself, at that stage, it was hardly pornographic. Like, they were the basic, basic, basic things. It's like, that was not that long ago. What are we on now? That's eight, 19 years at this stage. Like, 19 years and you're still up to that. And I think, even I think nowadays, you see those still, fuckers, the people who really go out and they're... they're really really conservative they're the yeah. wildest fuckers and it's all they're they just trying to control that wild the and ones it's who always vote for anti-LGBT legislation are always the ones caught like with yeah. a rent boy in the office few cocks or, in the mouth yeah, yeah always, always I mean but you can it almost kind of fits yeah. say for example you're, you're trying not to eat chocolate yeah all you can think about so so unless you really want to fuck yourself up you're not going to walk into a chocolate shop and in other words you're just going to close down yeah. the chocolate shops just to, to make it easier for yourself but there is one guy there's a, a commission by the u.s government on if porn is good or bad or not so it's all these people investigating like should be allow porn basically to be legal and all this kind of stuff yeah. 
and most of the commission were like it's actually it's all right like you know we can't control what consenting adults do in their own house and all this kind of stuff so one guy decided no that's not good enough porn is bad he's kind of like the ronan mullins of the eighth committee you know right. just disruptive and moralistic and catholic and all the rest it's of very it. difficult to deal with those sorts yeah of people that they're hard mm. but he like and he was like no 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 i disagree wrote his own report and all the rest and then turns out he had a massive collection of child porn in his office just to show people how bad it was so anyone who came to his office he'd be like look 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 at this awful material and you're going, it, that's fascinating because most people would not want child porn, which is actually is an awful term. It's like film child abuse anywhere near them, let alone in your office and show it Even to a people. conversation about it, the average person can't handle right? a conversation about and it. Yeah, he so was bad. like, look at all this. So yeah. there's a field of thought that it's called, um, like there's erotophilia and erotophobia. And erotic, now I'm going to get them mixed up now. Erotophilia is more like you're kind of, if you look at the speech patterns, like people who are opposed to porn, they always take the worst examples. Mm. They always, they're like, it's all women being fucked with their head down a toilet or it's all this like pounding, you know, and it's all these graphic, graphic mm. descriptions and stuff. And it's almost like they're getting off on I'm that. talking so about that. There's a feeling about that. And then erotophobia then as well is more like that fear of sex. And I think there's a lot of that that it's kind of undiagnosed. Well, do you know, uh, um, there's, a, there's a book, you know? Fuck. There's a book called there's a, mm. there's a book called The People of mm. the Lie and it's called it's Gregory Peck yeah. and there's a I think it's he's, he wrote the book also The Road Less Travelled okay. and um, in it he talks about The People of the Lie and basically um, what he said is a great quote it's something like people who are inclined to do extremely bad things mm. how they how they can overcome that is they're seen to be in the most mm-hmm. um, opposite positions in life so that okay. they they will be in, they'll be a bishop, they'll be... Um, right. The pillar uh, of the community. The pillar of, of the community. And it's yeah. almost there mm-hmm. they can hide in plain sight. Yeah. Yeah. And so there, the way you are talking about that, that it, it has to be that then. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you can't see me now. Yeah. But I'm, I'm in as exactly. close as I possibly can. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I, you know, in a priest, yeah. I'm the protector of children. I'm a great and uh, children come on to me yeah. and then really, because exactly. most, I think the average, in this term, uh, uh, men get impatient around kids. So you, when, yeah. Now, that's that's a big, uh, I shouldn't really even fucking say that, but, but they do get impatient after a period of time. They're not yeah. able for it. They kind of just go, yeah. okay, you know, I have enough now. Go don't on and kinda. play with your own fucking toys and yeah. don't be annoying me. Yeah. Whereas that, this thing of constantly willing to be able to, you know, volunteer for it and all. Yeah. I don't know, you see. Don't, I well, wonder about it. Ego, if, that sounds if that's, fucking terrible, actually. No, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds terrible. That yeah, but, but I think there's a lot of people who will get jobs in those industries that gives them access to the people that they want access to. So you'll see a lot of teachers and scout leaders and all the rest and stuff. So that's unfortunately been a thing I'm so, so sorry what that, that's that, within there like if, if you're talking about like bishops who abused kids and stuff yeah. it's like you go to where you can get access and also yeah. that veneer of respectability so people wouldn't suspect you mm. and stuff so people always have that stereotype of a pedophile is like a dirty old man in a white van and stuff and you're like it's not, not your next door neighbour and stuff and yeah, I think yeah. they can't go lax ever on background checks and all that sort of thing, really. Well, I came back, I, I lived and worked in England for a, a while, and I came back in like 2008 to get jobs in Opera, and they didn't do any guarded checks. And I was like, what? That's, I would not, like, obviously it's not going to cover everything. It doesn't, mm. you know, it just means they haven't got caught doing anything, but that's the basic that you should get. Now, they've brought it in now, finally, but I think it was only 2012 or something. Mm. They brought that in, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure there is loads and loads of uh, really, really good. I'm, I'm qualifying mm. now, but there's loads of really good volunteers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah. it is that you, you, mm. the veneer. It, that's a veneer is a great word. It's almost mm. when somebody is so ultra. Yeah. But it's like Ireland has this veneer of like good Catholic Ireland where no one did anything, and then you scratch the surface and there's swingers parties every night of the week around yeah. Ireland. And, you know, there's dogging, and it's like, we're too cold to be dogging. Like, yeah, Jesus. Fuck's like, sake. You know, it's just, we're not a warm country, not able for stuff like that. No. Or, like, you know, we're this great Catholic country where people go to Mass every Sunday, 
but then it's like underneath the surface there's consensual sex and non-consensual sex mm-hmm. and like yeah all the history that we had and stuff so it's that question of not looking at how we talk about ourselves but looking at the actions the truth that are of it there yeah and, you know yeah we go well to go mm. but yeah mm. but it's not all doom and gloom we're getting there slowly but surely. well when you're talking about 20 year olds like that being yeah. able to give advice and yeah, talking freely about it it's pretty cool yeah. all right yeah but there is still i know there's a few months ago there was a swingers party in shankill i think it was in a wedding venue that i'd actually looked at as a wedding venue so um i suppose they picked a good spot it was very classy looking. yeah um and the sunday world i think it was sent in a reporter undercover and took photos and everything else and you're going so we still live in that world where people think that that's an okay thing to do and splashed on the front page of a newspaper. It's like they're all adults. It's all consensual, like, and it's still something that sells stories. So you know, we're still we still have that interest and. So I said that to me again. That's what the, the the Sunday World guy went in to take pictures of. Yeah. So pretended they were a swinger and brought in a camera undercover yeah. in a handbag or whatever it was, and like took pictures and videos. Of people going about their business at their consensual swingers party, um, and made it into I think it was like a four-page spread in the newspaper. But the great part about that was the owner of the place said, "I didn't mind. They cleaned up after themselves, so they're welcome back again." <laughs> it's like <laughs> brilliant. Well, you see, brilliant. but they but that those pictures yeah. will then make it. Mm. Um, it, it is then seedy. Yeah. You know, it's portrayed as seedy. seedy. I mean, yeah. anything Sunday world would. Yeah. more than likely awkward looking pictures as opposed to proper pictures yeah, like a bit of knife visiony kind of knife vision never implies class or yeah no but it doesn't it's, it's it's underhand it's always going to be that yeah like, yeah so the fact but they i don't know why we need to go down that route there are people who are part of those communities that would happily put their hand up and go do you want to talk to me about it i'll, I'll talk to you about it mm. like anonymous or not whatever the person is into but you don't have to do that you don't have to go undercover anymore like it's we such did a, a we did the, we did the interview last year with the guy who organized um what was it it wasn't quite um it wasn't quite swinging parties as I think like it was orgies. Party. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, cuddles is a lovely way to put it. That's <laughs> like a great word. Yeah. Um, two different <laughs> No, this was orgies, yeah. definitely. And yeah. but we, he didn't want his face being seen. Oh, okay, okay. So then, yeah. of course, we blocked out his face. But just in, in looking back now, I mean, yeah. as soon as you block out his face, yeah. you're making it way no, more than it is. That's the thing. And we it's, were then, you know, yeah. probably focusing in on the... Yeah. The more explicit things for the sake of it. Sure, look, we we're having a go. That's um, but that's but people have curiosity about it though yeah. as well because that's not an everyday occurrence for the majority of people and stuff. So you mm. do ask the questions and also like the logistics of it as well. Yeah, well, I was I, at the end of it. I came out going, "Holy fuck." <laughs> I just know nothing of what's going on. I know nothing. You're such a virgin. Yeah, I was so naive. <laughs> Holy fuck, yeah. like, it was just unreal. And he, he was kind of saying, you know, at these sorts of parties that mm. really people might go in there all conservative, but by the end of it, by God, are they, they're getting, not, yeah. are they getting stuck in? <laughs> I think that's mental. Um, yeah, come here, in terms of Holland, mm. say Holland, Yeah. you could hold, well, you look at a Holland and go wow they don't have any of that religious sort mm. of stuff yeah. they, uh, they don't have that same control it is quite liberal yeah yeah what is the yeah. uh, does that come into your studies at all like how, how are, how are they doing in terms of yeah. female and male how are they doing in terms of that well they know that they start their sex ed really young in school and it's kind of a very yeah liberal approach and calm yeah conversations about consent with it no religious nonsense and, and yeah. stuff. so they've really low rates of like um teen pregnancy like they've higher rates of people losing their virginity for the first time i think mm. it's 17 or 18 or something like that but you know higher than 13 14 and stuff which is awfully young um and they've lower rates of abortion and stuff as well but they've also got a better okay. abortion regime and stuff as well and then of course you have the red light district as well so that's a whole whole different kettle of fish yeah. and stuff so that's interesting how it's regulated like that but then prostitution and porn are all they're always conflated as if they're the exact same thing and they're not they're mm. they're really different things like porn is 
you know who you're going to see you have a contract with you know your co-star and you can say no to who your co-star is like they have no lists okay and you agree in advance you're doing i'm doing xyz for x amount of money and you're performing the two people for the camera for the audience whereas prostitution obviously is you know you might not know who's coming in the door and you agree there and then and yeah. it's about you're gratifying that person whereas pornographing the audience you don't not necessarily with the co-worker as such and it's different labor conditions and all that kind of thing different safety work and all that kind of thing so it's not helpful to conflate the two yeah yeah so they're completely different and stuff but again the daily life and culture and how it's approached and stuff yeah and things there's there stats like things cons. like rape and attack cases and all um, that i wouldn't know them off the top of my oh, head now, so i'm just curious to know it. is that society does it yeah. work is yeah. are they better happy or more just content sexually are women and men they, better off they rate higher i think on a list of happiness and stuff for a lot yeah. of things and you, you can have more conversations i think there that are in the open because obviously they've got like the legalization of weed and stuff as well yeah that most of the locals don't even go near because that's more of a tourist thing. So yeah. just that argument of if you legalise everything, it's out in the open and it takes away that taboo factor. And yeah. It's not as, you know, some people get off on the seediness of things and all that kind of thing. So, yeah. I mean, there's pros and cons, but it would be nice to get to that stage. Yeah, it'd be interesting to be see. So it, yeah, that, and does that, yeah, overall is that, mm. you would have thought when everything's out in the light, then you kind of go... Yeah. It isn't a thing anymore. And it's only exactly. when things are hidden in the darkness that yeah. it's kind of a the unspoken of. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And you're kind of like, as well as having the better conversations, you're hopefully ensuring people are safer as well. It's like that thing of like harm reduction for a lot of things, whether mm. it's drugs or sex or alcohol or rock and roll and all the rest of it. Yeah. So if you're hoping people are more educated and self-informed and safer. And that's the goal for a lot of things. So. Yeah, I think yeah. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm my half eye is caught by the red flashing oh, okay. light. Could so you see the red? Did you see the? It, it's flashing oh, yeah, there. Yeah. So, um, no, I, fucking yeah. hell, we could, it's we've gone over the hour. Um, should we yeah. might chat again? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a it's a boundless it's a rabbit hole of sex. It That's really is so exciting because yeah. yeah. it never ends. It's like yeah. once you think you've heard it all, you haven't. It's just yeah. You've only heard the tip of the iceberg. Mm. So, thank you yeah. very much. Oh, thank you. Yay. Cheers. <laughs> Hi, if you like the conversation that I just had and you'd like more, please hit the subscribe button. Thank you. Frank, 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 Frank. 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 Fr